Beautiful people, welcome to Three One No Kidding. It is August nineteenth, it's Wednesday night for me. It's been a hectic, hectic day. So if I am talking fast, it's because I still have places to go, and uh, I got class tonight, and I'm gonna go try to sneak Zumba in before class, and I'm in go mode. I don't know if if you guys know what I mean. I'm sure you do. But I'm in that kind of mode, and if I'm talking fast, my apologies. And hopefully I won't yawn tonight because I'm in this frantic kind of go mode. So it is August, and it's getting late in the month, and I've been promising you Step 8. So we are going to start working on Gamblers Anonymous Step 8 tonight. I'm going to remind you of Step 7, which is humbly ask God of our understanding to remove our shortcomings. And then Step 8 made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. So I'm going to read the literature tonight. And if you want to work alongside and, and maybe write your list, if, if you're doing the step work, like actual doing the step work or be thinking about your list and we'll get into some of the questions, you know, tomorrow and probably Friday, cause there's a lot of questions. So We'll just see what shows up for us and go with the flow. Okay, so made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. That's step eight. In your fourth step inventory, you made a list for the improper actions that you did as well as the good constructive accomplishments. In step six, you made a list of character defects. Now step eight asks you to make yet another list. This one is to identify all of those you have harmed, then to become willing to make amends to them all. First on the list, put yourself. You should have no doubt whatsoever with this choice. You've harmed yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially. I love that they call that out and that they're putting you first. So I think it was last night that we were talking about the shame and how Joel Olstein's book talked about forgiving us and instead of it being shame on us, it's shame off of us. This is where it starts. This is the piece where you get to do that work and help like let it go. Have you harmed your family, fellow workers, employer, church members, or anyone else? What is harm anyway? Harm seems to be abusing others and taking them from the right to lead their own lives and taking them from the right to lead their own lives. Family members loved us and were unable or unwilling to, and we were unable or unwilling to return that love. I told you I'm in like go fast mode. I'm sorry. I'll slow down just a little bit. Perhaps instead we failed to provide adequately for them. Was this stealing? Perhaps as the addiction progressed, we stole anything we could from our family and from anyone that was available when I was going to the rooms more actively and we were like there was a journaling Monday night meeting that I used to go to in Kansas City. And we talked about this way earlier in the show, too. But this stealing from your family, I want you to think about this as more than just money. We Yeah, we steal money, but are we stealing memories? Are we stealing time by not being present? Are we stealing opportunity when we're gambling? You know, if, 
if we lose a job because we've been gambling, have we lost an opportunity to move our family into a bigger house or, you know, to send our kid to private school or, or whatever those things are. So some of what we have stolen may or may not be tangible. I just want you kind of thinking about that because we're going to forgive all our, all this stuff. So I want you to make sure you identify all that stuff we need to just get rid of. One thing is certain. We stole time and this never can be regained. Oh, I didn't even see that coming. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Perhaps as the addiction progressed, we stole anything we could from our family and from anyone that was available. One thing is certain. We stole time and this can never be regained. Money problems will eventually be worked out, but the time lost is gone forever. With the help of our higher power and the program working one day at a time, we never again will lose time or money unless we choose to return to gambling. The choice is ours to gamble and risk progressive deterioration or not to gamble and develop a better way of life. Did we lie? To whom and how much did we lie? Good judgment in making this list is vital. Do not assume harm. Look at each instance and list if it if you feel you did harm to another. A good yardstick is to ask yourself whether omitting a name might later return to bug you. If yes, add that name. Let's say you wasted many hours at work as you waited and prepared your gambling actions. Now, in your new way of life, you can show your boss someone with a clear mind who can work properly, giving more than expected. I agree, guys. Like, let's make this list as thorough as possible. It's not makeup bullshit, but like, let's make up the list and again, address this. And if we're on a path to recovery and we're moving forward in life and we're we're starting to apply those principles um, of a bet free life that is filled with, you know, trying to make the right choices, not perfect choices, just trying and growing and moving forward. If that's, if that's where we're at, we shouldn't have the same list through time. We should be able to address it, work through the steps of this part and then progress onto life. If, if that's the method you're choosing to recover. So that's where I'm at on that. If goods or money were stolen, all should be returned in a practical manner. A second story man can hardly return. A second. Let me try again. A second story man can hardly return his ill-gotten gains without endangering himself or his family. But he might leave money in an unmarked envelope to atone for the theft. So I guess a second story man. I remember us looking up this when this first came up. Evidently, it sounds like it's someone who stole but can't really call out their own identity. So these harms should be listed. The method of making restitution will be determined in the step which follows. To be forgiven, one must forgive others and then oneself. Therefore, don't leave off the list a person harmed but whom had also harmed you. The entire aim is to set right the harm one has done. Nothing else matters. The step is starting your return to society. Properly done, all fear will dissipate and you will be free to talk and move about as a normal person. The list should include everyone you have harmed. After having the willingness to make amends, you will be able to resume a beneficial role in society, usually for the first time in many years. 
So of course this is going to apply different to different people in different situations. But I'm going to challenge you to think about it. And like I said, if you want to make a, a hard list or a, you know, a mental list, whatever it is, you know, we'll, we'll dig into some of these questions tomorrow and um, explore Steppy a little, a little deeper. I think it's important that we, um, you know, continue every month to look at this and address this stuff. So that is... That is where we're at today, making our list of people we have harmed. And um, I think I think part of the secret sauce to you guys is not just the people we've harmed, but really thinking about it's part of our healing and moving forward. It's really important to get past all this stuff. This is one of the ways to empty our bucket of all the negative shit. Like, and the negative shit needs to go. I think we all agree on that. So that's where we are, my beautiful people. I am going to run because I got to go to Zumba. And I will be back in the morning. Thank you for listening. I totally appreciate you. Have a good night.